Of delirium. Just go. Just go and have fun. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to do it right now. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome to another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. I am your host, the Twitterless heroine herself, ring announcer to the stars, Miss Fancy Pants herself, the most professional podcaster, and most importantly, the queen of soft style, Miranda Morales, here with you again to do this show. Yes, yes, we are here. It is late recording this episode, so we're just going. Oh, you already know. You already know that the Hashtag Miranda Show is a proud part of the ChairShot Radio Network, which you can find on thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Money plan. Yes, and of course, you can also find this podcast on your favorite podcast streaming platform, including Spotify, iTunes, Speaker, maybe Speaker. I don't know, actually. I, I, I know the big three, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Uh, iHeart. Sometimes it, um, iHeart. That's it. That's all the big ones. Spotify, okay. iTunes, iHeart, Google Play, and wherever else you want to listen. Find yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead and tell us. Yes. So we everywhere, we coast to coast, we worldwide, we taking over. Yes, we are. It's like you expected me to play a soundbite right there. Well, because I don't know you and I don't trust you, Gregory. You don't know me? Did you just say you don't know me? I don't (laughs) know me. Some of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet are on that plane. I don't know what you will do. Okay, I don't know what I will do. So there you go. That's fair. I don't know. That's fair. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my co-host. He is the unstoppable one, the kingpin of thechairshot.com, Greg DeMarco. Mm. Give good shoulder to that. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling Good it. I'm shoulder feeling to it. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good shoulder I told, to that. I told you today we worked on upper body, man. So Are you really fucking with me right now? Are you fucking with me? No. No, I'm not fucking with you. Not yet, at least, ladies and gentlemen, at least not. Not yet. Very dramatic silences. Lots of silences during uh, this week's episode. But we won't be silent for long because we got a fairly big topic. The world is spinning in the world of professional wrestling, especially WWE, upon the big events of Money in the Bank. Yes, the world of the WWE changed at Money in the Bank and... Monday Night Raw. We just got to talk about both because they go hand in hand. There's some crazy stuff. Yeah, it is Monday. Or 
but, but still we're talking about Monday. Like it's just what it is. It well, now is. they know, Greg. <laughs> they we could have been recording this on Tuesday. They no, there's no all. curtain. We don't even. You can't pull a curtain back if you don't have a curtain. That should have been my choice because this is my show. God damn it! Hashtag right. my decision. Sorry. So yeah, happy Tuesday to you. <laughs> nah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm re- we're we've already acknowledged that this is Monday. We are recording this on a Monday night, on the heels, of course, of Monday Night Raw and Money in the Bank. We will be jumping into uh, our thoughts very shortly. But you know, we got to do the plugs. You know, we got to plug all the events, all the shirts, all the things happening. So first off. Me, myself, Miranda Morales is having a fairly busy summer. Things are picking up. You can see me this Friday on the FSW Network, Future Stars of Wrestling for High Octane. Uh, FSWnetwork.com in order to subscribe for $6.99 a month. That gets you access to live events and a huge catalog of previous events and shows featuring superstars that you see on your television screen. One that actually we just saw this night. Tonight on Monday Night Raw, we'll just teaser, just tease in that. We'll get into that in a second. But FSW Future Stars of Wrestling High Octane this Friday night on the FSW Network. Arizona Wrestling Federation live in Phoenix, Arizona, presenting Summer Explosion. That is Saturday. July 24th. I will also be announcing at that. Tickets are still available. You can check that out online. And of course, when we get into August, we have Phoenix Championship Wrestling Presents Rebirth at the Revelry. And tickets are available on Eventbrite. You can follow uh, Phoenix Wrestles on social media. Match announcements, talent announcements keep on happening. And the Revelry, too. Great venue. You get food, you get drinks, and you get to party a little bit. I will be your ring announcer for that show. Very excited to be joining uh, Phoenix Championship Wrestling for that event. And then IZW, Impact Zone Wrestling Grand Prix, Saturday, August 28th. Tickets are still available, available, but general admission only. Front row is taken. VIP taken couch seats taken so don't miss out on these tickets before they sell out which they will where can our listen yep where can our listeners get that information the best way is to follow on social media at izw wrestling az we put the link in anything that we post and then also in all of our bios you can get to the link to all of our our events coming up all the tickets are available there. So at IZW Wrestling AZ on social media is the best way. You can search and run on Facebook. We put it everywhere. You can get out there. You can find it and uh, get you some tickets. Get Make you sure some you get tickets. tickets. Again, also talent announcements, match announcements are happening on IZW social media page. And IZW is always an amazing show. It's always fun. Uh, it's always entertaining. And you really do get to see talent that you don't see anywhere else because it brings in people from all over the West Coast, from Utah, from California, from Colorado, uh, from New Mexico. So Nevada, I mean, and that's just a few. So talent that you don't really get to see anywhere else at IZW. Again, August 28th. For Grand Prix. Now, some of you may be saying, you know what, Miranda? I don't live in Arizona. I can't make it to any of these shows. Well, you're in luck because there's a very special way that you could support IZW. But in order for me to tell you how, I'm going to need Greg to do his damn job. Okay. And wind it up. You Yes, it is indeed time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot to pick up your very IZW, your own IZW and ChairShot.com t-shirt. Yes, when you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot, you can find both IZW Impact Zone Wrestling and ChairShot.com t-shirts just for you. They all start at $19.99, but hey, if you want to spend a few extra dollars, you can order them in soft style. And trust me, you'll be glad you will. You can also customize your your shirt with different colors, different logos, all of that. 
available at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. It's a great way to support an amazing independent wrestling promotion like Impact Zone Wrestling and an amazing website like thechairshot.com. So go ahead. You know you want to do it. You know you want to add to your collection or start a collection. You can get your Queen of Soft Style t-shirt and, of course, Everybody Hates Greg t-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. That is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. So tonight's topic, first topic one, 1A, as my good friend Najir likes to do and, and categorize his topics. It's all fancy. Shout out to Najir, uh, my co-host uh, at the Big Gold Belt Media uh, website for Impact Wrestling Review Hot Topic. It's gone through a few iterations, but yes, our Impact Wrestling Hot Topic review uh, on BigGoldBelt.com, also on Big Gold Belt's YouTube page. Uh, we will not be talking about Impact tonight, even though that was last week's topic. A lot going on in the world of the Impact, so we will be covering Impact in the future. Uh, however, money in the bank. We did our predictions on last week's Babyface Heel we podcast. Uh, some of us are winners, some of us are losers. You know, we all had had some good contributions to that conversation. Uh, I want to talk about four major takeaways, four things from Money in the Bank. Greg doesn't really know which four. I think he has an idea of, of them, but not. Yeah. He doesn't know that I've I narrowed don't. it down to four, which is still a lot. I don't. But we're just going to kind of rapid fire this. Uh, this one you'll know because I sent you a text message about this because I always feel dumb uh, afterward. And that is LOL Charlotte wins. Yeah, she does. Number one. She yeah, did. She did. Yeah, she, she, did. did. she did. And indeed. you know what? In a really good match, like expectations best, best were low. I feel like the consensus was expectations were low. This whole program with Rhea Ripley was like, ah, they were getting tired of it. It was kind of confusing. And they went out and killed it. Yeah, Rhea is doing her best work against Charlotte since joining the main roster. Some people would say it's been the only really – Good stuff she's done on the main roster has been this past few weeks. And, and she's finally coming into her own. She's still super young. She's still getting that experience. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the stuff, the, the last few interactions with Charlotte have been fantastic. I really liked the last pay-per-view match with Charlotte, even though Rhea lost by disqualification. Like, the story was good. And then, of course, Charlotte picking up the win. I, I yeah, The match was fantastic. The finish with putting the leg the way she did and, and, and jamming it between the post. And when she hit her head into the plastic that surrounds the post, Ugh. not dangerous because there's just plastic in a lot of space for the post, but the just visual the and the sound is so good. Yeah. The and sound got me. Like, ooh, and then ooh. of course the figure eight, which, you know, she couldn't get out of and she had to tap out like no shame in that loss. I mean, LOL, Charlotte wins. I told you, I Look, told you, LOL, Kenny you know, wins, LOL, Charlotte wins. Still undefeated, as Bianca Belair, who was not a money in the bank, would say. Yeah, very true. You know, I just thought storyline, they were going to drive it in a completely different direction. As we saw in the past 24 hours, it did go in a completely different direction as well. Which makes it make Uh, even more sense. It does. It does. So when you see 24 hours out, you're like, okay, this this makes sense. Um, So speaking, I'm going to talk about... Topic number two, and that was my correct prediction on who would win the women's Money in the Bank match, and that is Nikki Ash, Nikki almost superhero. Now, I thought the way that she won was interesting with pretty much everyone being too distracted and her kind of creeping up, not creeping up, but, you know, just being able to capitalize on that in order to grab the briefcase. But I like the fact that it was someone kind of unexpected, um, you know, a a total baby face who won. Um, And it really was a way to, you know, elevate someone new to the forefront of the conversation. Really a true underdog story. Feel good moment, I think. I agree. And and it's interesting because of the whole 
deal with with Money in the Bank and, and the way that Nikki won because it was like okay, okay like it was kind of surprising um, yeah it was but you know there have been a whole bunch of Money in the Bank matches I'm trying to find the number of Money in the Bank matches that they're in right now and um, that finish has never happened no that is true and I think it was kind of it's a unique way to end the to or for the match to conclude um and I do think it was an alignment with Nikki's character, you know, not in a sly way or, or devilish way. It's just more, you know, sat, someone seizing the day, seizing an opportunity. And I do feel like, in essence, that's what a lot of Nikki Ash is. It's just, you know what? I'm going for it. I'm taking it. I don't care. And it's done it's kind of in a very cute and adorable way. Yeah. No, it worked out perfectly. It really did. It, it was the perfect cash in. I mean, it was well. I'm not. Well, we haven't talked about the cash no, in yet, Greg. Here. Spoiler Sorry. alert. It, it was. She's the perfect one to win. Um, and and I really thought it worked out well. It was first pay per view in front of fans. You had to do mm-hmm. some happy. And, yeah. And this was you know both money in the bank ladder matches came out happy and right decision. Um, way off. I think I said Nikki should win. I didn't say Nikki will win. I no, I think you said Liv or Zelina. I said Sonya Deville. Oh yeah, that too. That was a really match. wrong prediction. Yeah. You thought At the Sonya time, was there was get... still a spot open. Um, yes. Then like the next day, they fucking gave it to Tamina. Yeah. Um, which, you know, Tamina is, is still doing the best work of her career. That's not saying a lot, but she's still yeah. doing the best work of her career. And, and, and I, as tag team champions, they're actually doing a great job. So I have no yeah. bad things to say about that. I, yeah, I enjoyed the match. I, the thought the finish was, well, it's not your, your stereotypical money in the bank ladder match finish. I thought it was creative and it just really worked for Nikki cross. And that's what this yeah. was all about. Um, mm. and kudos to her. I mean, yeah. remember again, this is, the whole thing was her idea. The whole gimmick, the whole everything was it's her cra- idea. I know. It's crazy. And to now here think we are. One wor- yeah. It, one it chance really... meeting. She pitched an idea. And mm-hmm. here we are. Drew McIntyre's well, got a sword and history lessons. But Nikki Ash wanted to be a superhero. And now she's got money in the I have to say, bank. she's definitely better than the history lessons. Like, I just... Yes. I, the sword I could deal with. The history yeah. lessons... The as soon as the dick jokes be, stop, I was like, I can't, I can't, yeah. you know, take Just this Just let seriously. Drew McIntyre be this big ass, badass dude. Like, don't. It's not the History people. Channel. No. Unless he starts doing Ancient Aliens, then I'm back on board. Of course you would be. And aliens. Aliens. <laughs> Are you like the human version of a GIF right there? Is that what you were? Yes. You're I fucking love it. It's a meme, actually. Yeah, I know. Meme, meme slash GIF. GIF is animated. At least you're calling it a GIF wow, and not a GIF. That'd be a whole different argument. Who says GIF? Plenty of people do, and I hate it. Yeah. Anyways. Back to it. Nikki Ash. It, it, it was a quirky super, you know, it was, a, it was a quirky introduction to her as a superhero. But also you think about it. The the women's roster is in need of pure baby faces. Yes. You know? Like you just haven't had a very pure baby face like that since Bailey. You know, and I think even when she did turn uh, to kind of her current version, it did leave a, a gap. Everyone's somewhat of a tweener. You know, I do think that, um, you know, Becky came is very much a baby face, but, you know, more of an adult, like badass. You need something that markets to kids. And she does. And she and she filled that gap really, really well. We'll talk more about Nikki's uh, night on Monday Night Raw in a little bit, but. I, I thought that, you know, the, the right person won. I mean, uh, there wasn't necessarily a bad choice um, with the, the winner of Money in the Bank, you know, even though I, I would have not really been into Alexa, I think you could have stated, you know, for, for everyone in some way, shape or form. You know, Liv but was Alexa's a Alexa's like your thing. Like, like, she's got the horror thing going on. Like, You know, the thing is, is I'm not. Sometimes Alexa's too much for me. Like I, right. she's overexposed for me where I see her too much and I just don't have, and I don't connect with her. I haven't ever really connected with any of her gimmicks. If we're right. going to use that terminology, just never, even though I love horror, 
Like I, it's always just felt too strong on me. And that's just me. I appreciate what she does. I love how, you know, dedicated she is. I love the, the visual look, but out of everyone in there, even say Tamina and Natty, I was less engaged in her, but I know how much the company, you know, really likes to, to push her and, you know, and how she's really much on the forefront. But even then she's not down the line, you know, hero. Or babyface, she's mm-hmm. still this tweener. Which yeah, she's still. They work. they think of her as 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 a good guy, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I'm glad she didn't win. I don't think she would have been the right winner. But I'm really disappointed. Whatever voodoo magic she was going to do at the beginning of the match was never explored. Like she put that hand up there. Was that supposed mm-hmm. to drag the the case down? What was that supposed to do? I think it was supposed to bring like a. We need to see that. Maybe she wrestles Nikki Ash in a ladder match at some point. I need to see her use her magical powers to bring the briefcase down or the title down or whatever. I don't want her to win that way. I want it to be thwarted and then it goes back up. Mm-hmm. But that would be an interesting twist on a ladder match if Alexa is just continually trying to bring it down with magical powers and the opponent has to climb. And then maybe the opponent climbs and then Alexa makes it go up again. Like we haven't seen that since like 96 or whatever. Whatever King of the Ring had that stupid ladder match. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and so I'd be down with that because if you're gonna go, you know, as Patrick O'Dowd would say, full gay spooky with with Alexa Bliss, then just go full gay spooky, like go yeah. full spooky and just do some crazy shit. Like she can magically control the location yeah. of the briefcase. Uh, and a side related note: I watched the first two episodes of American Horror Stories, like the yes. shorter. Um, and they revolve around an aspect of the first season, which is called the murder house. If they went darker with Alexa, like murder mm-hmm. house darker, I'd buy into it. See, murder that's where, and that that's where, you know, like, like if you're going to release people like a Chelsea Green or a Mickey James, let's just kill them. I mean, that's what happened with, uh, you know, the bunny. She died. And then went to AEW to barely ever wrestle. Yep. Die twice, then. <laughs> for, she might have died, but got buried died in AEW. And then her career died. Oh, yeah. but you can be. Anyways, death of a character. Uh, so, a great, great women, uh, money, women's money in the bank match. Topic number three. We're gonna jump over to the men's. Big E winning the briefcase in the men's money in the bank match and i'm very glad that this happened i'm you know as much as i thought riddle was going to win not necessarily because i wanted to but just because of you know the presence he has on television i think talk about a duplicate feel-good moment you know really so many fans had been waiting for this moment for big e to have this opportunity and it was about the right timing you know the beautiful thing about about his dynamic is he's independent standing on his own, but he always has the new day to kind of back him up. There's none of that animosity. You didn't have to turn him heel to do that. And he's in a really good position. Now you still have two major heel champions, uh, that will likely continue their reigns for a very long time. That can build up a very good story and people are going to get behind him. People are going to want him. And it could be like a Kofi mania 2.0 almost with, with, you know, uh, with big E, but yes in a no. very different way. Yeah. Cause of big the fact e is that more, big E would be less of an underdog than Kofi ever could be. It's less of an underdog, but I think too, just the opportunity, it is very much, you know, cashing it in, trying to find the the right time, just knowing that's always in his, his back pocket. It just it's very interesting. But I really liked this decision. I the crowd reaction was just beaming. It's just one of those really good moments where as a fan you're like, you know what? That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, and he was emotional. The crowd was emotional. Like again, they picked the best winners possible with these money in the bank ladder matches. I love the fact that the briefcase is going to get traded between brands, which has never really happened yeah. when Biggie ends up on Raw in the draft. Not traded, but moved. Um, That's a great DeMarco great. prediction, ladies and gentlemen. Just. It's, 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 it's a spoiler. Oh, you haming it now. You haming it. Yeah, you gonna, haming it. They're going to bring New Day back together. They're going to. There's been so many hints dropped. Like when Biggie did the O, oh, Paul Heyman on SmackDown on Friday, like it just. 
with the crowds back now, like they're going to get Biggie over on Raw as quickly as possible, which is whenever the draft takes place. Don't don't do the whole big freaking draft like you've done a few years, but you can do the draft right. I'll write an article on it, or we'll talk about it in a future episode. But yeah, Greg will book it. WWE, don't worry about it. Yes, and then you're welcome. You can have it. Um, don't even give me credit. You know, whatever it is, what it is. But yeah, we'll. Uh, I'll let you have it. You're welcome. I'm, I, there's just so many possibilities and opportunities, and with this, it's just it's just good. It was good booking, you know. And the match itself was crazy, phenomenal. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I, you know, man, to see. I think it was also a great showcase for Ricochet, which was has been kind of an afterthought. I feel like you know, letting him do what he does best is being. You know, we talk about Nikki almost superhero. Like Ricochet can fly like a superhero. Oh yeah, he is legit. Character. You know, and, and to be able to showcase that in, in this match, and hopefully they, they continue to do that in some more ways on, on weekly television. Um, you know, with Seth Rollins, which was not the last that we saw of him, you nope. know. Um, and, and I feel like he's continuing to be such a great heel now. You know, another great Seth heel, Seth Rollins heel run um, that we all, you know, should be thanking our, our stars that the wrestling gods have granted us this, ex- you know, another one because we, you know, it's great. It's great. But I was very happy with the result of the men's, both uh, Money in the Bank matches. But, it's, you know, biggies, I, you know, it was really heartfelt and it just felt like, man, it's time. And, you know, there's so many opportunities that they could do with this. So uh, good <laughs> job on that. <laughs> The fourth and final topic from Money in the Bank is the big one. The one that we knew was coming, but didn't know was coming. Uh, the one that it almost feel like in a parallel universe, these reactions would be inverse. But yet, it happened the way it happened. John yeah. Cena making his return to the WWE after Roman Reigns' win over Edge. Roman Reigns standing out in the middle of the ring, pretty much saying, everyone has to acknowledge and then boom. One more backup. Alright, that's your one pass. You disrespected me. Therefore, you disrespected my family. So I'm only gonna say this once. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me as the main event of WrestleMania. Acknowledge- I'm just having fun. I found an acknowledge me video. I need an acknowledge me soundbite. You do need it. an acknowledge me soundbite. I do. You do. You do. Because that's cause uh, the, the thing is, like that match. First of all, was great. Like good, so it, good. There's a difference between, and I might write this one too. There's so many things I want to write, just like the 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 Triple H podcast, Lucha Central podcast, or the Lucha <laughs> Lucha Underground podcast, right? Lucha Underground um, podcast. Things that will never happen. Edge and Roman Reigns. During the build to Money in the Bank and and even the main event, were stars on another level. They really were, and the way that Rollins was presented in that put him on another level too. Like right, Rollins. This was almost a reminder that hey, Seth Seth's still a top guy. Seth hasn't gone anywhere, even though he's in Money in the Bank, even though he's feuding with Cesaro, who he elevated and doing all this like. Seth has not gone anywhere. And I am so excited for a Seth Edge feud. I am the, the so history. excited. I mean, it was like 2015 when he threatened to kill Edge. Like, yes. This is what we so need. Good. And that match will probably be the best match at WrestleMania. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, at SummerSlam. At so, SummerSlam. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be better than, than either title match. It's going to be better than all yeah. that. But that yeah. whole deal was perfect and then yeah cena coming out at the end i mean i kind of figured either cena or biggie was coming out because when roman's in the ring cutting a promo like you knew something was someone's supposed to come yeah and, and well and there'd been lots of you know just information circulating yeah, that cena, cena was, was gonna something. come back you know so. well yeah you know i mean of course you you always take everything with a grain of, of salt you know, but it it also makes sense. You know, um, with the yeah, timing, we didn't know Cena Summer was necessarily Slam. coming Sunday, but we knew Cena was coming. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, and when you think about you know who is the next big star, who else is left for Roman Reigns to to conquer? I mean, this makes 
a great sense. It makes really good sense. Um, and the pop that Cena got and the booze that Roman got, it felt like we're in a parallel universe, you know? Two years ago, it would be unheard of, you know, for Cena to get that big of a pop. And it would be, I mean, people would boo Roman, but not, yeah. you know, because Roman wanted you to boo him. You yes. know? And, and, and Roman has pop, everybody... Though. When his music huh? hits, he still gets a pop, and then it turns. Oh to yeah, blues he does. Because but now they're he has people the feeding off the palm of his hand. Yeah, he has oh, all amazing. of us where he wants us, and that is to acknowledge him. Acknowledge me. That's a good one. That's a good one. I love that. That's a good one. Um, and so I'm surprised, you know, I, I was shocked, but in a good way. It's so weird to see Cena with his new look. He's smaller and with more hair. And so it was, you know, it was yeah. a little strange. He's not that uh, much back smaller, in the, to be honest with you. He's not that, he but he's smaller, clothes. you know, understandably, you know, he's, he's, he has a different regimen. He is, you know, uh, suits finally fit him now, which is a big plus. Uh, back Just wait till SummerSlam. Wait. He'll be big again. Yes. I don't know and what movie right. he's filming. That might make a difference in what size he is. Here's the thing about Cena, though, right? My son hates wrestling. Absolutely hates wrestling. Like, could care less about wrestling and, and just, just does not give two shits about wrestling. Fucking nerd. But he was taking out the trash because my children are responsible. And Good comes parents. back in, and you hear Cena's music playing. Runs over to see John Cena. So... And I mean, I, that, that's almost like a gut reaction. Yeah. Like everyone in there, I think anytime you hear, especially like on a live broadcast of, you know, Monday Night Raw or even SmackDown, yeah. you're like, wait, Cena's music is playing? Like what the, what, what's happening? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and here's the thing. And, like, and look, my, my big thing though is like, if you, we cannot miss you if you don't leave, right. you know? And I understand that he went out to, you know, to do his thing. Um, but that's exactly what happens every time, you know, someone leaves and comes back. That pop is going to be insane. Absolutely. So, and, and, and the parallels to their last feud where Roman, like, Cena's making fun of him for his promos and this and that. Now Cena comes back and Roman's the guy. The guy that we all knew he could be. The guy that we all knew he would be. Now he is. And he's literally... If you think about like WrestleMania main event matches and all of this and all that, he's pushing like top five in the company history. Roman Reigns is. Yeah. He's probably six or seven at this point. People will still hate that, but whatever. So you're looking at two of the top six or seven wrestlers in company history about to main event SummerSlam. And it's rare that that gets to happen. You got it with Austin and Rock at the same time. This is not Austin Rock, but it's, it's, it's pretty. It's the closest they can come. No, right now. but it's almost like you know what? There, I could even see some parallels of like Hogan Rock. You know, yeah, almost like or Roman Edge. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like very different generations. The biggest stars of their period. Yeah, it is. It's the but, biggest you know, star of two different generations fighting each other, which is what WrestleMania's twenty eight and twenty nine were, which is what WrestleMania eighteen was, and. Yeah, that's, that's where we are, and it's rare that you get that, but we get it, and we're going to get it at SummerSlam, and yeah, it's it's going to be perfect, and, and we're going to love it. We may not see Cena again before SummerSlam, depending on his schedule. I know he was on Raw and and said he would be at SummerSlam, so I don't know if we'll see him again, just because it's not, he can't be there every week, but you don't need him. You don't need him to be there. You don't week. need him. Like, at this point, you don't. I think you have enough. You know, with the promos back and forth, I think mm -hmm. you, you have enough. Um, but, you know, John Cena, WWE Universe, can't yeah. have one without the other, uh, apparently. And it's Before? Beautiful. Oh, keep going, keep going, keep going. Sorry. I was just going to say, it's just a, a beautiful return. Again, the reactions a few years ago, I would have never thought. I would have never thought either would have gotten the reactions that yeah. they did. And that's just with timing, growth, patience, you know, and just good ass storytelling. When they do it good, they do it better than nobody else. They sure do, and they're and that's what you all got to remember. Stride right now, they really are. They they really are hitting a uh, a stride with everything. Um, real quick, Seth Rollins, brilliant. 
Yeah. Just just the, the way he interfered, the super kick during everything was built around this stupid crossface with the with the piece of the chair. Everything was built around the crossface piece of the chair. And Seth Rollins just kicks Edge and gets out of it. Like, it's so perfect. And then coming back out to attack Edge again, like, just so, so good. And that that definitely jumped out at me. I know you said four, so this isn't one of them. But talk about storytelling. Like, sometimes a, a world championship squash match is just what you need. Mm. And that was an amazing – that was – Brock Cena levels of beautiful with Bobby yeah. Lashley just destroying Kofi Kingston. I thought it, it would end with the Kofi, stoppage, Kofi Brock again. You know, at that point, I'm like, oh, oh my, this yeah. is just repeating itself. But Kofi Brock was like four seconds long. This I know, but it was that mo- almost that like level of like, oh yeah. my god, he's he's getting destroyed. Yeah, Kofi has his flurry at the beginning, and then it is all Lashley, and it's what Lashley needed. Like, I love Kofi. Kofi's great, but this is exactly what Lashley needed. Mm-hmm. And all we need is, is is Cedric and Shelton to come back by his side and bring the Hurt Business back. But this is – and what I love is the fact that I think – and I said it last week. I think it's time to stop worrying about Lashley not, you know, getting deflated. Like Lashley's here to stay. He's, mm-hmm. he's He ain't losing it. I know we're talking about – he ain't losing at SummerSlam. He no. ain't losing at SummerSlam. No. no. And then lastly, just because um, if you know the right people, you can turn a DUI into a championship win. So great oh, job, Jimmy. J- Jimmy Uso. I'm going to smash you, pin you. I'm going to take this universal championship. I'm going to. And you're going to see a man greater than you. You're going to see a man on a different level than you like. Here's ahead of you. Then you're going to hear a million dollars of pyro go off, and then you're going to feel the whole world. The whole world. Acknowledge me. Oh, I need to make that a soundbite. I'm keeping that video open after this. So I keeping can that, that keeping that. Because that, I mean, Jimmy Uso should, I know the acknowledgement on SmackDown was, was fake and forced, and that's going to be a story. But he should really acknowledge him because that's the only reason why he wrestled on pay-per-view. And, and then they even had Jimmy score the pin. Like, really? At least let Jay score the pin. But you let Family Jimmy matters. score the pin? Like, Family matters. Like, 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 it's, it's like, seriously, like, 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 I know the whole Dom Toretto thing is a joke with, with, with Vin Diesel, but I mean, that's the real family. Like, seriously, like, that's like, the family. That's, that's the, the family, family. Right there. Like that is the family and, and we have no choice, man. Acknowledge me. There's just no other choices. Like, like we have yeah. to acknowledge him because he can turn DUIs into championships. And Jimmy's been blessed with whatever he's been blessed with for a long time. He got nude photos of Stephanie. He got something because Jimmy is beyond reproach at this point, just drinking and driving whenever, and to be in hand and shit. And it's just wrong, but whatever, man. Whatever. That's just the business. Family matters. It really, as long, it really is. That's all I'm going to say. Before we jump into tonight's Monday Night Raw, well, we're going to go to commercial break. Greg, let's go ahead and pay some bills. Who are you holding for again? Need I remind you who you work for? I've been up here above the clouds. I don't know. It's given me some perspective. If I had my damn painting, we wouldn't be having this conversation now, would we? Since you didn't bring me my $40 million painting, I'm going to need you to pay me back. With interest. Can we just get to the job? There is a legend in the underworld, those in the know, it's called a money plane. Some of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet are on that plane.
This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Dave, it's me, Dave. So on the heels of Money in the Bank, we had Monday Night Raw. And this, to me, felt like Raw after WrestleMania type of level of Monday Night Raw. There's two, three things. Two to three. There was a third, and I kind of forgot. It might come back. Yeah, it might come back to me. Uh, But at least two main things I want to talk about. The first one, as Greg kind of spoiled earlier, Nikki Ash cashing in her money in the bank briefcase to and beating Charlotte Flair to become the new Raw Women's Champion. Now, as much as I was excited for her to win the briefcase, one of the things I did talk about adamantly on the Babyface Heel podcast is no sudden cash-ins. Can we have someone hold on to the briefcase for a little bit? You know, it's... it's like it no sucks. Miranda, no, we cannot do that for you. I Fuck I you, wanted Miranda. her to hold. A, I wanted her to hold a briefcase because here's the thing: like you could sell Nikki Cash T-shirts, yeah, but you can't now because you she cashed in now. the day after. Like and and as soon as I saw that she cashed in, I haven't watched it yet, obviously. As soon as I saw she cashed in, the first thing in my mind was, of course she did. Because they're going for the feel-good stuff right now because we're in front of fans. She's oh, over. Uh, as they say, they're blowing the load quickly. They're, they know but, the fan reactions is what they're going for. They but she could at least have carried it. Like, she's going to stay over. It's not that – this isn't a, a lightning in a bottle. Like, you could – this could be Rusev Day. Like, this could be over for a long time with Nikki. Like, the hurricane could come out tomorrow and still be over. And it'd be on tomorrow, so it'd be on NXT. But it'd still be over. And Nikki can do, Nikki can do this character for the rest of her life. Like, that's how perfect this character is. She could have waited till SummerSlam to cash in. She could have had a WrestleMania cash-in moment. That people, imagine the crowd in Dallas, which, same place she just cashed in. She could have had a Raw after Mania moment with the cash-in. Like, you didn't have to do it now. Good for Nikki. She deserves this. She's been working her ass off, but like... Nikki Cash would have been a great thing to ride for quite some time. Now, for a third year in a row, the briefcase being cashed. Now, they at least waited 24 hours. Yeah. Well, a fourth year with nobody carrying it because you had Oscar. Oh, that's true. Yes, yes. You had two same night cash ins, then Oscar. Then what the? Then Nikki. So you've had four years. Basically, since Carmella, nobody has carried the briefcase, and she didn't carry it that long. She carried it for a while. Till like what? The fall? She carried it, like, look it up. I am. Do that scientific research. Because I thought she carried it for quite some time. Um, And that was a great thing. Like, I I get it if you don't want to do it for two years, you know? But, you, you know, I just feel like... In some ways, you lose a little bit of essence and mystery and excitement um, with not having someone actually carry the briefcase. She held know? the contract for two days. <laughs> According to, to what I'm working at right now. Anyways, so, I, but you know, the win. Now, this was already after Charlotte had a match. She won it with just, you know. Oh, wait. That's because she was stripped of it. Never mind. She held it for 287 days. Yes. Yeah. Before she that was after in. the second time. And it's actually the longest anyone has ever held the contract because she cashed in after yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. She Correct. she did hold it for yes, a really yes. long time. I'm 100% yeah. wrong. You are 100% right, Miranda Morales. She held that thing longer than anybody in history. So, yeah. There we go. Yeah. I told you so. But whatever. You what, did. You what did. the fuck yeah, do I did. know? Um, so <laughs> the one time I'm right about one thing. Cool. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, to me, it just is, you know, I, I get the cash in. I think the moment was great, but I felt like I agree. You could have built it up. You could have merchandised the shit out of it. Yes. You could have, you know, 
And and now we do feel like we're going to have this feud between Nikki and Charlotte. But I feel like you could have already done that because she already had the briefcase. She already had something threatening Charlotte. Right. You don't need to. to and how have long is she going to hold it? Yeah. I like, just. It's just it's just a little thing that irks me about this. It's a little thing that irks me, and I do think it's almost a sequence now. Every week since they've been back, they're going to keep blowing their load. Every week it's going to be bam, 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 which I think will be great for a while. But I do think that that's going to be one thing that will end up suffering is some storylines, some patience, which is what they always talk about. Fans need to be more patient, long term storytelling. But yet when you kind of throw these curveballs in, which don't allow for long-term storytelling to happen or at least extending stories, you know. We it, don't it, even have Nikki Ash merch yet. I'm on WWE Shop right now. And all they have where is, is the merch? 40% where off of her merch? Nikki Cross hee hee t-shirt, which is a big laughing face with Nikki Cross in the middle of it. Nothing like like her name on the roster still says Nikki Cross. When you click on it, it then mm-hmm. just brings up Nikki yeah. Ash like – Obviously, this happened really fast, and and usually WWE puts things in development or whatever. So kudos to them for taking an idea and running with it. But again, I mean, look, there's a reason they get paid millions of dollars for this, and we don't. But yeah. I think you could have held on to that thing through at least SummerSlam, yeah. if not longer. And now my fear, and this is going to be the going fear, is when does she lose it back to Charlotte, so we mm-hmm. can get to eleven or twelve title runs for twelve? Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, she she just made it to eleven. She's gonna hit twelve, you know, and it's gonna be sometime like I don't know, I don't know, SummerSlam, you know. I mean, hmm, I don't know. You know, we know. thought Bobby Lashley was gonna lose at WrestleMania, and he didn't. So we let's did, just yeah. hope. Let's just hope. Yeah, let's just hope. The second topic I wanted to talk about from tonight's Monday Night Raw is one that Greg has been talking about in different conversations now for quite some time. And that is a, if you want to say call up, uh, but we now have Karrion Cross on Raw. He made his Raw debut tonight against Jeff Hardy. And he is still the NXT champion. Uh, and, and he had his match against Jeff Hardy and he lost. And, you know, to me, that was a little surprising, especially being an NXT call-up uh, or, or, you know, just coming to, to Raw from NXT. Also, as their current champion, um, I, I found that a little curious that they did that. I would think if they were to do one or the other, have him as champion and, and maybe have a, a successful win or not have him as champion and have him lose. But Greg, you talked about this all the time, that Karrion Cross was built for Raw or SmackDown. So what are your thoughts with the way that he was brought in tonight and the results of, of his first match on Raw? The whole world acknowledge me. Uh, um, I'm trying to figure out the best way to put this. All right, I'll just say it. Kevin needed to kiss the ring. Mm. He has not lost. <sighs> trying to be. But nice. then why build him up the way that they've done in NXT? I just feel like it's somewhat very contradictory. Yes, yes, it is. He sometimes people believe their own hype. And all these promos on NXT about how he's just an entrance and he's all sizzle and no steak, those don't happen on accident over and over and over again. Like, I'm sorry. That's just the way this business works. Somebody has been sending this guy a message because he has all the potential in the world to be a mega star. He has all, also has all the potential in the world, all the potential in the world to be Lars Sullivan in the end. And I don't mean in terms of the crap that Lars Sullivan did. I mean the way his career ended up. He could be a flop in the end. And all the badgering of his credentials on NXT was not a mistake. And coming on to Raw and losing in his first match is is not a mistake either. 
It is kind of funny. Okay. The last time the reigning NXT champion debuted on Raw, he punked out John Cena and then beat John Cena on pay-per-view, and that was Kevin Owens. Fast forward six, seven years later, and Karrion Cross loses to Jeff Hardy. Now, Jeff's feet were on the ropes. Okay, we'll give you that. But I, my gut instinct, I don't know anything. Nothing's been reported about his backstage demeanor. This probably had to happen. And notice, no Scarlet. No. Scarlet wasn't with him on NXT two weeks ago. She was with him on NXT last week. She wasn't with him on, on, on main event. She's not with him on Raw. I think it's basically, he doesn't belong in NXT. I've talked about it. You talked about what I've said. I firmly believe I'm right. He's not suited for NXT. I think it's going to be, they're going to make a quick decision on whether or not he's going to cut it on the main roster. And I think he will. I really do think he will. And I think he's got major star potential in the long run. But sometimes you get called up in WWE, you got to eat a little shit before things happen. But again, like my thing is that it just feels very contradictory to what the current situation is. He has an active story right now in NXT as their champion. With these NXT call-ups. Like they moved Mandy Rose to NXT in the middle of a feud that her and Dana Brooke were having with Natalya and Tamina. They're pulling. They pulled Tony Storm up to to SmackDown. And yeah, in the no, but that's fine. But but none of them are your champion. None of them are you know the the top of your roster. So I. But it's to the me, top it's of your bottom. Very confusing. Roster. It's the top of your bottom roster. Okay, he's the best item on the bottom shelf. Is what he is at the moment. Like then, I, then what's NXT the rush is not to get him on television? Then what? I mean, other than what the crowd reaction or because they know, they, they want to the shake rush? up the rosters. They're going back in front of TV. They're in front of fans. The product is stale. They've been holding back on things. It might be one of your topics. Keith Lee came back on Raw. Everybody's yep. been waiting for six yep. months for Keith Lee to show up. When does he show up? The first time fans are back in his hometown. Or at least his home state. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee shows up. And who does he step to? Bobby Lashley. Bob Lashley. But, but that also makes sense. The fact that he's been on the roster for some time. Bobby Lashley is unstoppable. Right. It does make sense. You know, that make makes sense. sense. Like, I just, I, I'm just very confused okay. about so, so let me this. let me rephrase what I'm saying then, because I'm not saying it right. I'll take the heat for that, right? This doesn't have to make sense. No, no, no. This doesn't make sense. The way they're moving Karrion across the main roster doesn't make sense. It does not matter if it makes sense. Within the WWE line mm-hmm. of storytelling, within their environment, this is on, on a scale of, of one to Goldberg beating The Fiend, this is like a three. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like it's the NXT champion a belt that's only been defended like twice on television. And that's because people were stuck in Saudi Arabia and Adam Cole defended against Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins. And it, it's, it's cause he's going to lose this title. Now when Kevin Owens well, came yeah. to raw and beat John Cena at elimination chamber, the next takeover, well, actually he went to Japan and lost to Finn Balor. So I don't know when, but I don't know if they're going to wait till the takeover. They probably will wait till the next takeover to probably be yeah. announced. By the time you listen to this, the next takeover has probably been announced. And the main event of Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross might already be official. Who knows? Yeah. But it's, it's, we got to get through like this bumpy stuff before we get onto to, to the straight road again because they're shaking things up in the way that they're doing it. Is it ideal? No. Will it matter a year from now? Not if Karrion Cross is in a big match. No, you know, when you talk about returns, Finn Balor made his return to SmackDown, Smackdown. and that is something that many expected uh, after losing the NXT Championship. Um, so I think we're more accustomed to a sequence of someone right. loses the belt, then they come up to, you know, Raw or SmackDown, and, and not necessarily, and you're right, not someone, you know, the last time we saw the active NXT champion on television, he beat John Cena. Yeah. And and so, you know, it, it's still just curious to me. It still doesn't make sense. I understand it doesn't have to make sense. Absolutely right, because it's wrestling. When have things in wrestling made complete sense? And John Cena held some, a title. It was a United States title, but he held a title. Yeah. 
The NXT yeah. champion beat a main roster champion and a legend and a Hall of Famer. A but it also feels like that was at the time the value that they put in these, you know, people coming right. up to NXT from NXT to Raw or SmackDown. But so, think about Karrion Cross's character, right? Now he can stalk and obsess over Jeff Hardy. And you can get the depth of the character that we've gotten on NXT. And a lot of people would say there's a lack of depth to the character, and there's not. That the character does have some depth to it on NXT. And I think you can better establish with the the casual fans who Karrion Cross is with how he obsesses and probably ultimately destroys Jeff Hardy coming out of this loss. Mm. So we also have to think of this as the beginning of something. And not the end of something. Will it serve as the end of something? Kind of. The end of his run in NXT and the end of his time yeah. as NXT champion. It's also the beginning of his real WWE career. And this is a chance for him to make something of it. So stupid in the short run might be the best thing in the long run. Who TF knows? I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. It was just more very curious, interesting yeah, way. I agree. I agree to, 100%. To- yeah, to do it. And you're right, long-term storytelling-wise, again, we go back and forth because when they blow the load already on Nikki Ash, then we're expected to say, oh, no, we're going to have this long-term storytelling here right. when we didn't do it here. It's just not the story that we didn't do it on the most clearly. obvious way, but we're doing it in right. this unobvious way. And sometimes it okay. works out for the better. Sometimes it don't. And we'll see what happens. I think that's what really at the end of the day is a frustration of a fan. I get the frustration. I get there are moments as we're talking about, you know, there's things right in front of you that you feel like, why didn't they do this? Why did they do this? Who knows? You know, like it is, there's a lot of arms and heads into this, you know, and sometimes the things that you think are the most logical aren't. And sometimes the things that you don't expect could turn out to be some of the best things out yeah. there. So, and sometimes the things that are the most logical aren't done simply because they're the most logical and everybody mm-hmm. expects them. Yeah. And sometimes that's yeah. good. And sometimes, sometimes they just, they don't do the obvious just for the sake yeah. of not doing the obvious. Mm-hmm. And maybe they should have, maybe they didn't look when Roman Reigns came back, we didn't see it coming, which is so stupid because the subtitle of SummerSlam was you'll never see it coming. Like they basically told us he's coming back. They did. He came back and then the very next week, the very next Friday, fucking Paul Heyman's with him. We didn't see that yeah. either. And and now I'm glad they stopped doing those sub like those those subtitles. You know, yeah, the those subtitles for wrestling I match just, of all time, whatever. It was the it, it was the that was all still at the performance center too. Like that was before. Mm-hmm. Well, Roman's return might have been at at Thunderdome, but it's yeah. it wasn't Thunderdome. But it's yeah, pandemic era. Mm-hmm. But now. The most obvious thing, right? Make Roman Reigns the big bad. Here we are, X number of years later, and mm-hmm. he's on top of the world. Yeah. So, I mean, so you talked about Keith Lee returning, Goldberg making his return. Yeah. So, I mean, but look, I'm, I was going somewhere with this, Greg. I okay. was going somewhere with this. I'm not excited about Goldberg. But also kind of in the same way that John Cena and Roman Reigns has this feud you kind of, you know, again, copy and paste. I feel like a lot of what they do with Roman and Bobby yeah. or Bob uh, is very much duplicates, uh, mirror images in different ways. Because um, you're not getting Brock versus Roman. You're not getting Brock versus Bob. Not now. So who, yeah, who else do you bring in except, you know, but this, here, this legend? But here's the thing, like, Bob is going to be a fucking hero at SummerSlam. And Roman's not. Like, like Bob, the people will be decidedly behind Bob at well, SummerSlam. Well, who, I mean, at the, you know, if you're, that is just the way the, crook, the cookie crumbles with Goldberg at this yeah. point. You know? But it it's a notch, it's, it's as long as Bob wins, which we all, we're all assuming, yes. right? Am I correct? We're all assuming Bob's going to win. Yes. That's a still a marquee win for Bob. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's great if you win. It's horrific if you lose. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, Kevin Owens losing to Bob wasn't a big deal or losing to, to Bill wasn't a big deal because it was Jericho distraction. But if Bob loses to Bill at this point, like, yeah, they will undo so much work they've done. And I don't think Bob's going to lose to Bill. And by the way, from this, this point also, forward, it's just yeah, Bob and second, Bill. He only has a, what, two... 
two contractually obligated two matches, matches per year. year. Yeah, and didn't he wrestle one already? Yes. He worked what? Uh, Maybe Rumble. Rumble. Yeah, okay, I couldn't fucking remember. Against Drew. Yeah. And yes, and and Drew won. And I think. Oh yeah. And at this point, Bill's because Bill was willing to lose to Drew. Bill would be willing to lose to Bob. And he should be. And he yeah. should be. He's getting paid no matter what. He's getting paid his half exactly. million dollars. But the, but the reason I bring that up is that this felt more like a the Raw after WrestleMania than the Raw after WrestleMania this year. Surprises and big moments and exactly. returns. And so the fact that I think WWE, whether they did it intentionally or not, I don't, I mean, at the point when, you know, the Raw after WrestleMania happened, whether they knew, you know what, we're going to save all the big things to yeah. when we're going to have crowds I think again. So. I um, think so. And here's at the other that thing. Point, you know, we still got SmackDown on Friday. Oh, we still have SmackDown. We're still waiting on yeah. Sasha and we're still waiting on Becky. Mm-hmm. And we got SmackDown on Friday. Sasha's been announced for house shows, super shows. Yeah. Becky's been there. She's posting all over social media. They're coming back. And Probably Friday. And more to come. So, I mean, SummerSlam, they're really packing on the star power for SummerSlam. And this buildup is is great. You know, SummerSlam is the, the WrestleMania of the summer. It is definitely much more of the fun, the kind of big star power event. But I do think that they're also driving home some some good stories and you know, really pulling some of the stops for all the the big returns and moments. And the fact that the crowds are back, I feel like they're just taking every opportunity to get, you know, the crowds to to cheer and be excited and to just be happy for the experience that they they get. But that was really one of the biggest takeaways for me over the past 24 hours is really what Money in the Bank has done to set up uh, SummerSlam and the timing of Money in the Bank as, as well. Um, being so close to SummerSlam, I kind of like it. I do like, you know, this where this is in the calendar now. Um, it's kind of SummerSlam's Royal Rumble. Yes! You all right there? Know. Yeah. I mean, no one can see this because it's not on video, but it was like, yes. I blew your yes. mind. I just blew yeah. your mind. Mind. Fucking blown. Mind blown. Mind fucking blown. That's what happens. So, me, everyone, that does it for our thoughts on Money in the Bank and the Raw After Money in the Bank. Let us know your thoughts. It, it, uh, it works. It just doesn't roll off the tongue. It works. It, it works. works. I know. It's so exciting. So good, you guys. So good. I'm kind of excited. Kind of excited. You know, I it's agree. Like, it's yeah. They're doing good stuff. Good stuff. They are. They're doing good, good stuff. stuff and, you yeah. know, no one's going to acknowledge it, but they're doing good stuff and, and they need to. This is such good shit. But we will. Yeah. We will acknowledge yeah. it. We will we'll tell you it's good it. shit. We will give praise where, where it's due. And we'll also critique. Again, you heard our thoughts, some things that we agreed on, some things we didn't. Uh, make sure, though, let us know your thoughts on social media. You can follow me. Uh, Miranda Morales at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. No Twitter. You can follow Greg at ChairShot Greg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can follow the ChairShot.com at ChairShot Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Of course, make sure you check out the, the ChairShot.com, your source for wrestling news, analysis, opinion, sports entertainment, and sports entertainment. TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Of course, if you are listening to this show through one of your favorite podcast streaming platforms like Google Play, iTunes, or Spotify, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Subscribe and make sure that way you get a notification every time a new episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show drops. You can leave a five-star rating and leave a review. You can let us know your thoughts on the show. Uh, You could give ideas and suggestions for future topics and just whatever you want to say. Go ahead. I can take it. I got thick skin. 
Um, but a really fun episode, very exciting uh, time in pro wrestling and, you know, shaking things up on the recording schedule, but happy to do that. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. It is always a pleasure. It's always great to hear when, you know, people do listen to this show. It does a lot of times feel like, you know, Greg and I are just recording ourselves having a normal conversation with some type of structure. Uh, but Which at we the end of the day, these are, good yeah, these are our real thoughts and opinions and this is really us this is really me so anyone who takes the time to listen to this show i just greatly appreciate more than you'll ever know so thank you so much thank you for supporting the chairshot.com thank you for supporting independent wrestling um whether you attend shows whether you follow them on social media whether you buy their merchandise independent wrestling is a lifeblood of professional wrestling so make sure you check out your local independent wrestling promotions and hey if you are in the arizona area on august 28th make sure you check out impact zone wrestling izw presents grand prix and there you go that's all the plugs that's all the things i have to share with you tonight make sure you come back and see all of the shows or listen to all of the shows on the Chair Shot Radio Network, including the Babyface Heel Podcast, including Chair Shot Radio, where you can hear more of this lovely voice through your ear canals. That's science. I almost said not this week, but actually they will hear it this week on Chair Shot Radio. Yeah. They won't yeah. hear this lovely voice on Chair Shot Radio. And no. it's probably a good thing. That's okay, Greg. You all right. You good. You good. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, for my co-host, Greg, Gregory DeMarco. Dave, uh, my it's name, me, Dave. I wish I had a Dave, it's me, David. Because that would work with the whole Gregory Yeah, thing. that would be great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Greg, yes. it's me, Gregory. <laughs> I'm Miranda Morales. Thank you so much for listening to the Hashtag Miranda Show. And make sure you stay tuned for next time. And, and? don't forget to always keep it self-style. you got no choice, babe. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Wild card, bitches! <laughs> Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.